Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. ready? This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Here's where we are with this show right now. I tried for four and a half years, Bob and Jeff. It's now Bob. I control everything, pal. Jeff Lutz. Like the, the harsh realities of life are slapping you in the face right now, and I don't think you can handle it. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Are we still on? Stand by for action. And seen other things going. And on. I and I said I kind of miss him in a way. That's kind of miss him. You're off he, in this uh, other world. He said that on the show yesterday, and I was, I couldn't speak for like 45 seconds. <laughs> well, you're I'm off here in this today. Other world, and I'm still in the the regular world of just you know I'm not in that world. You want so, to be in that world? No, for a while. I want to be with my dad. Isn't that crazy? What? No, that's it. Makes that makes no sense. I don't care about being in that world. I don't want to be in that world. I don't know if you're articulating this very well. I think I've articulated it just fine. He wants to be with me. That's, yeah, where did that come from? (laughs) I mean, it'll it'll pass, but You're with me now. Yeah. Um, Today's been a little calmer. It's almost like talking to a stranger. In a way. Well, I don't know. How is what? that? We did the show together you've had, all, you've had all these experiences. You've talked to all these people. Probably dozens and dozens that I don't even know about. Not that I need to. I'm just saying. And uh, it's like you just got back from the moon or something. Like, <laughs> who is this guy anymore? <laughs> He's changed. <laughs> what? Have I changed? I don't think so. Uh, it just seems weird. I don't I, know. I, don't Man, know. I had a burst of anger a minute ago. Uh, That's same true. as I've yeah. always had. Yeah, that was not unusual. Yeah, but I got it out. It's all I good. Just, uh, I get frustrated when things don't go right, you know? That's just. And uh, Jeff gets frustrated when he doesn't get to talk to you for two days, obviously, now. Well, Misty seems to have handled it okay. I'm sure you've been around Misty a little bit. I little wasn't more here often. all day yesterday. I was, I was concerned when I got here uh, yesterday evening, well, after the Spangles interviews, I uh, got here and she hadn't been out all day, the poor kid. Feel bad for her. She's, she's happy though. She's hanging in there. She's good to go. Uh, I listened to your interview with David Robinson. Very well done. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, it's good to get that out there. Uh, you I've listened done, to the Carl Erskine interview. I, I have not yet. I have not had it's a not chance. Not as it's not as good, but it's still amazing. Uh, you talked to a former Brooklyn Dodger. Well, and he, he had his best year in 1953. Think about that. Yeah. So him trying to. Go back 70 71 years, years to talk about it. The one thing I did find interesting was 
um, you know, was throwing that no hitter and Mays ripped one down the third baseline and Jackie just went and stabbed it because he's as quick as a cat and threw him out. Just like it was talking about it, just regular play. But you're using Jackie Robinson and, and Willie Mays. And Willie Mays. The two, uh, two of the four maybe biggest icons of the game. Babe Ruth and, and Hank Aaron probably as far as like mythical status is concerned. Although Mickey Mantle, Joe D, there's others. But though, when you have a play and you're pitching to Willie Mays and the ball's hit to Jackie Robinson, I mean, it doesn't get any crazier than that. Oh, well, that's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, a lot going on. We've uh, – I don't even – I haven't even looked at uh, our GoFundMe page uh, in the in the past few minutes. So 181-ish. Uh, past few hours it's been. So – uh, we're going to keep that up until we get to 200000 and then we're going to uh, cut that off and express our incredible appreciation to the 2,500 or 3,000 donors there. Well over 3,000. I don't I, – I'm just lost in everything. So it's been remarkable. Uh, we've uh, received uh, help from Major League Baseball that we'll be talking more about uh, soon and uh, many others many others have stepped up and and uh, expressed uh, their well wishes so I'm ready to get back to normal a little bit and uh, I think probably everybody's ready for me to be off their TVs although they're probably talking about uh, what a good interview I was right at channel 12 where they you have been doing pretty well I mean I can't take well, that away from you I mean, I can. I mean, I just got to call it like I see it over here. You've been doing good. Wow. You've articulated things very well. What do I do is looking. <laughs> Where the hell am I? <laughs> I don't know. This is a strange deal, hey, isn't you've it? You've been doing great. I miss you, Dad. I want to bond with you. Can we go to lunch? We were here on Tuesday. I know. He didn't say any of those things Tuesday. I know. It was It's. It was fairly normal on Tuesday. That's when everything really started to blow up. Yeah, that was a blow-up day. Yeah, Tuesday. but when I got over here, I mean, everything was still kind of calm. Like, when, in, like from the start of the show uh, to when I got home, probably jumped $40,000 of the GoFundMe. I mean, it's just absolutely insane. And, and now, you know, may, maybe has peaked, but still a lot of donations coming in, it seems like. Yeah, I think uh, you know, and and we, uh, I don't even have words anymore. I am, I am absolutely. Can I ask you a question? That uh, I'm sure you won't be able to divulge too much, but do you believe they're close to? Uh, I do. Some corn, some sort of criminal. Well, I think anybody conclusion. who's paying attention would draw that conclusion. Right. Right, but you still, I mean, there's a little read between the lines, and I am reading between those lines, but until you hear or see anything definite, I mean, you always are going to have some doubt. Well, that you can have some doubt, and that's fine, but I think we've all watched enough crime shows to know that uh, the important thing now is to make sure that uh, what you have sticks. Right. right? It's a very public case. You don't want to mishandle it in any way, and I'm sure they're not. Oh, I would think not. I mean, that's probably why it's taken. I mean, if you got the guy's truck who was using it there, you, you should have a pretty good idea of what's going on. But like Bob said, you want to make sure that 
when you go to arrest these people that it's done. No little loopholes, get everything straightened away, and then take care of it. So I had this idea, and, and Robert Beatty, who used to be a big-time crime writer in our community, uh, maybe the older people know who he is, but he used to reach out to me all the time back when I worked at the newspaper, and we'd chat via email. So he sent this email uh, last night saying, you've got your bestseller. Much like the Eagles told Timothy B. Schmidt, you've got your number one hit. Um, well, hit. It didn't quite get to number one, but I— Well, that's what they told him. No, they said, here's your no, hit. They I got your hit. No, they told him, they get, you got your number one hit. Mm, no, I was but— there. Okay. Um, See, th- we're back. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that was uncomfortable. No, I was it? awful. I was ready to go. Like, <laughs> I didn't know who I was sitting with. And this guy scared me. Yeah, so, that was. Anyways, please continue. Anyway. Uh, the bestseller, what are you, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. What I was talking about was uh, the idea of potentially down the road uh, writing a book about all of this. Because what it would need to entail would be everything about League 42, which right. I've been, you know, I'm very interested in sharing. Uh, but it would obvi- obviously also include an effort to kind of talk about uh, the investigation after it's wrapped up and try to get that information. It would, it would also be partly to uh, talk to the criminals about their motive, why they did it, what what were they thinking, who are they, tell their stories. Um, all of that would be encapsulated in any kind of book that I would set out to write. Now, I'm not, I'm not committing to doing that. I'm just saying that the thought intrigues me. Is Robert Beatty, is he, uh, is he still producing books? I don't know. Maybe you could ghostwrite or do something like that. I don't need a ghostwriter. Eh. Well, if you what do. What do you mean, yeah? Mm. Oh, there it is. If you do. <laughs> You've lost a step on the. Don't ask me. I, wait a minute. He just said I've lost a step. I'm just kidding. He wants to be a part of your book now. No, so, I don't. I, I he, wasn't saying me as the ghostwriter. I'm saying, like, I'll probably take care of most of this I'm story, saying uh, a guy who's done it before, crime writing in a way, maybe he would be able to lead you in some good directions. That's all. Well, there you go. No biggie. I we guess have, we can uh, go with that. to help you out here. Do we have anybody on the show today? We do. Jeff Geldner, part of the uh, Kansas basketball pregame television show, uh, will join us at 225, and then we've got picks to make later in the show. You you somehow made the game. Yeah, I, I didn't think you'd be I able to. I don't know how that happened, but uh, thank you, I guess. I didn't think you'd have time to do well, it. Was so this I... your effort to try to catch me? Oh, I set some lines. I mean, I don't know how, how good they are, but I did my absolute best. Do when you I... like the lines, Duda? I don't know. I don't know. It's all basketball. I haven't dove into basketball yet, so fine with me. Well, it is February 1. You mean, haven't I'm dove. Gonna, I'm going to catch Max, so it doesn't really matter. When do you dive into basketball? April? As soon as football's <laughs> over. Next week, we'll do all Super Bowl props, and that'll be it. Yeah, there's only two weeks of picks left. I know. I know. You got to get Max. Oh, I'll get Max. I got to get you. One point back? One point. Ah, nerve-wracking. Well, it kind of is. So we got two races going on. 
Jeff trying to get me, you trying to get Max. It's kind of interesting. I mean, down the stretch. in all honesty, if if I don't finish last, Max, that's I'm sorry. That's, that's an that's, an that's epic sad. failure. That's sad. A monumental failure. Well, you know, Max, if you're not first, you just don't want to be last. Here's what you know from Max: he'll pick against the Chiefs at every turn. I know, but that's going to be the tough one. He better not put a lot of points on it this time. Oh, he'll you know, tell Max what I'm to do. I'm just saying, if you want to hold that spot, you don't want a chance for like a 15-point swing or something like that. Well, you want you to pick, minimize the damage. You pick your confidence. It's a matter of what but your confidence is. It's not Max's confidence. It's his emotions. Max is, Max is picking with his heart or his, uh, his black not, heart. It's not his heart. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's better. He's picking from a, a place of... Uh, dislike and hate. Just disdain. Just Yeah, just over the top. And I don't have those feelings about the Chiefs anymore. I never really had those kinds of feelings. I've never been a Chiefs fan. But as I sit here today, eh, I kind of... Kind of like the Chiefs. Well, you but you said that earlier this year you were going to be a Chiefs fan. Then you weren't. Yeah, I like to fan. keep people guessing. Oh, uh, you're a Chiefs fan again. So t- tomorrow you might be back for the Raiders. <laughs> I know I'm not for the 49ers in this game, okay? Fair. And it used to really bother. There's a little bit of the jealousy factor here with the Chiefs because they're on this incredible run. And the team I follow, the Cardinals. I'd like to see them get on a similar kind of run someday. But in the NFL, uh, with the salary cap, there's more wealth spread around. So teams in smaller markets like the Chiefs can get on a roll like this. It takes a quarterback and some support, and they built a really good team around him. So you got to give it up to the Chiefs. Well, of course you do. I mean, what, five of the last six well, Max years? Max hasn't. To him, the, the games are rigged. The, the, the officials are paid off. Taylor Swift is uh, was dropped out of a, a flying saucer. That's not really her. I mean, Max I has know. told me this. It was AI. <laughs> Probably. It's all we AI. love our AI. That must have been it. All right, time for a break. We'll talk KU hoops. The Jayhawks. They're uh, in the midst of that battle for supremacy in the Big 12, but they're not at the top of that list right now. We'll see what Jeff Geldner thinks of Kansas basketball. He joins us next. This is Bob, Jeff, and Jason, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. I'm in the midst of bad company, but here's Jeff Geldner, who's oh, good us. company. Keep the music uh, playing. From the, from the Jayhawks uh, television network. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you guys doing? We're uh, hanging in there. So All right. I mentioned before we went to break, this Big 12 is crazy. Kansas at 5-3. Uh, <laughs> and three. Houston, which is starting to flex some muscle. And I guess if there are teams that you would look at as being potentially those who could maybe stake a claim, it would be Houston and Kansas. And coincidentally, uh, they play on uh, Saturday. Uh, So what do you you make of the Big 12 so far? Well, um, parity probably doesn't quite do it justice. I also think it's a little bit early in the – and the way that this, the schedule works out as far as who plays whom and, and who has to play them twice, I think that's going to play a big role in all of this. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough conference. It's a deep conference. I don't know that you could say that there is a, a clear-cut favorite, but you're right. I mean, um, Houston is one of those teams, you know, preseason, you know, top five, top ten, depending on which poll. They've got they've got real men on that team, and and recent history shows that Kelvin Sansom gets them to play hard. So it's uh, it's not going to be easy, but it never is. So it seems like kind of in in the NBA, when you get to February, you pretty much are what you are. There, it's really hard to move up or down in the standings. Um, I'm just using that as a reference point. Do you think there, that could be similar in the Big 12, or do you think we'll see a lot of movement over this last uh, month and a half or so? Or do, you, or also, do you feel like we we have kind of a separation line? We know who's good and who's not good. Uh, well, I think there's a separation line, and, and I haven't looked at today's standings, but but it, the last time we were on air, I think I think once you get kind of below Baylor, you're probably not going to win the conference. But just because you're not probably going to win the conference doesn't mean you can't play a major role in who does. Um, now, that being said, there's about six or seven teams that are at Baylor's level or above record-wise, um, and not to mention you've got the TCUs and, and some of the teams that are just below that in Texas that are, that are very capable. I think what you're going to see is uh, the ongoing carnage of who you play and where. And you better show up that night. And it's also, you know, not to over, overly simplify, it's a make-or-miss sport. You know, we've watched uh, the Jayhawks turn some 20% shooters into 50% shooters, and we've also seen it go the other way. And any given night, you're not really sure what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, I, I think the cream is definitely up there. There are surprising, some surprising teams as well. Um, and it's got really going to come down, I think, to you know the schedule, and, and obviously the Jayhawks is very heavily backloaded, if you will. Jeff Geldner is our guest. We're talking uh, KU basketball. He's part of their 
television network. So we all know the Blue Bloods in college basketball. We've always known that Kansas is one of those. I don't know if this is a good question or not, but in this <laughs> new day and age of transfer portal, NIL, all this movement in college basketball, uh, are there still going to be Blue Bloods in a, in a few years, or is the parity in this uh, game going to overtake that? Well, I think, you know, the quote-unquote blue bloods are the schools that have been there forever. Um, and, and really, who do you put in there? You put KU, North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky. I mean, and then where do you go from there? Is Michigan State still a quote-unquote blue blood? I don't know that you can really say that they are, and Kentucky hasn't won anything in a decade. Um, so um, you could argue that parity is already here. Um, and you could argue that, you know, you look at some of the recent struggles, if you will, of, of uh, North Carolina and even Duke at times, um, but they're, they're, right, they're going to be right there every year. NIL is going to have a big role in that. If they don't get control of that, that plays a major role. Um, but blue blood or not, I don't think it really has that much bearing, not near as much bearing, if you will, on recruiting. Kids are going to go where they can get paid. Um, those that are ready for the NBA are going to be there one year and move on. I think what's going to be harder to do is to, is to say um, we built a program, to try to build a program from scratch um, or to say, oh, we have a great like, – like Oklahoma State. We've got, a, we've got a bunch of young, good players. They just, need, they just need time. Well, they're not going to get it. Those kids are going to get frustrated. They're going to go somewhere where they want to win. They're going to be one year and gone. You just don't have the time to build a program like you used to because the kids are just too they're too transient. So we kind of know the the top four uh, for KU is is Johnny Furphy. How how entrenched do you think he is in in the starting lineup? What is his ceiling this this season moving forward? And do you think uh, overall uh, Bill Self has found the right mix and the right rotations? Well, I think he had definitely found the right mix of rotation. It wasn't for a lack of trying. I think coming into the year, um, you know, I've, I've been a believer that he would be, the, Furphy would be the difference maker. Um, now, to what level that, that takes KU, who knows? You could argue that right now behind, um, you know, behind Hunter Dickinson, he's the most consistent offensive performer in terms of being able to knock down a shot, finish on the break. Now, he's not Kevin McCullough defensively. He's not Kevin McCullough from a, from a toughness and, and intangible-wise because he just isn't, he doesn't have that experience. But in terms of making a shot, making winning plays, you know, rebounding on both ends, um, you know, the only thing that holds him back is just learning how to defend, you know, the smaller player without using his hands and, and still playing to his strength, which is being 6'9 and long. I love the kid. You know, I, I hate to think that this is our only shot of having him this one year, but there's there's a lot of draft boards out there that are starting to list him, and that's unfortunate. Well, and KU's 5-3, and three, not terrible, but we're not used to seeing KU have three losses this early in the season. Where do you see KU right now as a team? Are they going to get better? Is it just Big 12? But where do you see KU where maybe they're struggling a little bit, where they're strong? Well, it's a great question. And, and I think depending on the day and, and where you want to come at it, there isn't really one answer because, you know, in general they're scoring the basketball okay. 
Um, you know, the, the games that they've lost, unfortunately, two of them they should not have lost, and that's something the Bill Self's teams t- traditionally don't do. Traditionally, they go to Central Florida, and when they're up 16, they're going to win that game. But we turned it over and, and let them back into the game, and, and I think lack of depth plays a little bit into that, you know, maybe fatigue. You know, this team, generally a Bill Self team, would not go and lose to a, a somewhat depleted West Virginia team. And so what that does is puts a whole lot more pressure on having to go on the road to a Baylor or a, or a Houston or those types of teams and steal some wins, and then obviously you've got a hold serve at home. Do I, if you go player by player, would I trade our, our five guys for five guys or, or anybody on anybody else's team? No, I wouldn't. I think we've got a great five players, if you will, when they, when they play – smart when they take care of the ball um we're getting nothing off the bench um if we're going to do anything postseason one would think we've got to get some sort of production um out of El marco jackson um bill is still and 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 although i probably wouldn't tell you otherwise bill is very high in private conversations on nick timberlake he feel like feels like he's right there ready to make a kind of a breakout if you will um but if you look around college basketball, and we say this, I've been saying this for several years, and, and so have others, it's nobody's perfect. Everybody's got problems. The question is, what are you, what are you lacking on a given night, and are, do you have guys that can make up for it with toughness, with rebounding, with the intangibles? And unfortunately, the Jayhawks had those two games where nobody did, and it's put a lot of pressure on the, on the remaining part of the schedule. Um, as it gets a little bit tougher, you can't have any more slip-ups or it's going to be a big road to hoe. Jeff Geldner, our guest from the KU Television Network. So let's get back to this Houston game because it's probably the most, it's got to be the most intriguing game of the weekend. Houston is giving up 53 points per game. I have, You almost have to blink to make sure you're right on that. Their opponents are shooting 35.5% just 28% from the three-point line. They have a, an unbelievably talented set of guards on both ends of the court. Uh, what are you expecting? What, what's KU going to do to try to combat this uh, relentless defense that Kelvin Sampson's going to throw at them? Well, if you look across college basketball, and, I'm, and I'll, you know, I won't be too long-winded here, offense is, is – not easy to find all the time. There are way too many games in the 50s and 60s because kids are taking bad shots. You don't have as many good shooters, and you know the defense has, has gotten a lot better. And you know there's a lot of inconsistencies, if you will, in how the game is being called. But I'll take Hunter Dickinson scoring the basketball against about anybody in, in terms of seven foot two. Now they've got some long athletes, and that typically gives him problems. So. How you score, you get out in transition, you score early, you move the basketball. Um, you know, Iowa State was only giving up 51, 52 points at home all year, and we went in there and gave them 75. The problem was we gave, we, they scored 80. Um, so the bigger concern with us, for me anyway, is not so much can we score enough points, but can we stop them, and, and how often does our poor offense meaning a turnover or an ill-advised shot, turn into an easy run out for the other team. And then obviously you hope that you don't have, you know, the injury with McCuller, we'll see. You don't have foul trouble, that kind of a thing, because there's just not a lot of depth to go to. But, 
you know, Houston plays tough, um, and, and that's kind of the staple of the Big 12 right now. You've got a lot of teams that can guard, um, and you're going to have to knock down some shots when you're open because the opportunities aren't going to be very plenty. Well, it's, it's going to be a heck of a game. Three o'clock on Saturday afternoon up at Allen Fieldhouse, uh, Houston and Kansas. All right. Thank you, Jeff. We always appreciate right. your time. No problem. You guys have a good day. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Jeff Geldner, a part of that 1988 National Championship Kansas team, sharing some insight. And you asked what he deemed to be a great question. No surprise. <laughs> I mean, I just come up with I was a little surprised. I'm over here thinking, hmm. And, uh, well, that's what you're thinking. That's the problem. <laughs> Good job. You should quit thinking. <laughs> that would be. You know what? I do agree with you. That's a good uh, good idea. Let me tell you, it's fantastic. You just quit thinking. It's great. Ah, you're just relaxed. Whatever is what it is. Beautiful. You got to you got to try it. By the way, you asked about Saturday Night Live. Justin Timberlake, uh, he was the musical guest. How was it? Uh, it wasn't a very good episode. And you know how I feel about Dakota Johnson. Uh, what they miss? What they miss out this on? Wasn't a, this wasn't a good episode? Weekend update wasn't it was good. fine. It wasn't great. Um, but this week you got J Lo as the musical guest, so everybody who's the host, somebody I've never heard of. Well, give me the name. I'll 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 bet you I'd, I'll have heard of them for sure. Don't you think? Yeah, I want to know the name too. Maybe Duda will have heard of them. There's a good chance that that's not right. <laughs> uh, Io Edabiri. Oh, Edzy. <laughs> uh, nope. Don't know him. That's a it's a woman. Don't know her. What's she been in lately? Well, give me a minute. Because it's gotta be from a, one of the movies. She played Sydney Adamu in the comedy drama series The Bear. Oh, I know her. Oh. Oh she oh. is no no. Hold on. I, she is awesome. Okay. So I'm very you. much looking for I love that woman. Uh she is so good in the bear. I've seen her on uh, award shows. So, yeah, that's going to be great. Okay, well, there you have it. Watch Saturday Night Live. You'll love her. I promise. Okay. It's a little late, but I'll try to do it. A little late. Come on, man. Oh, well, Saturday night. Saturday night. That's late. Starts well, at like 1030. Here's what I do. I record it. Oh, my it. God, I'm getting old. I record it and watch it on Sunday morning. Why don't you just go watch it on Peacock and don't have to worry about fast-forwarding through commercials? Why don't you not worry about what I do? I'm just trying to help you out, my man. Because I don't, uh, I do what I do. Because then you got to fast forward, and then you and then you go too far, and you got to rewind a little bit. I never go too Peacock, far. Peacock, no commercials. Well, maybe I'll do that. You Good know, idea. I've got my Sunday morning habits. They're not easy to break. No, nope. I get it. Um, Sunday morning, Sunday morning is almost like a uh, a sacred time for me. Whoa! Now you'd think, well, you must go to church a lot. No. I sleep in a little bit on Sunday morning, as much as I can. Understandable. Yeah, I think we all should. Now, maybe I should go to church. And if I do go to church, maybe we all should. it'll be at uh, Aldersgate, where the Dudas attend. That's, and they'll welcome that's me with... That's where I'll be. They'll welcome me with open arms. Do you go oh, every Sunday? Sure. Well, most. Not every Sunday, but most. Do you sing along with the worship songs? I don't know most of them. Well, they have a hymn book, and they have them on the screen. Yeah, the lyrics, but the words. Then I have to actually keep pace and read. <laughs> that's guys, that's fair. 
how long have we been doing this together? Like, you should well, know better than that. At, well, Two we, things at once, very difficult. Sorry for very overestimating you. you. Very hard Come for on. You. What are you talking about? Where am I? Am I in the twilight zone? You're not used to me using the word lovely? And he's, like, missing dad and, like, what is I was. I mean, let's not get crazy. Oh, I think he's had a dose of me now, and he's he's over the missing me part. doesn't matter. My brain is only going back to that part. (laughs) Well, it was was shocking. Shocking? No question about it. You ever miss me? Sure. Oh, that's sweet. You know, my comfort zone, I'm in my comfort zone right now. Comfort zones for me can be... Hard to find. Uh, I've I've known that I have to kind of be the front guy for League 42, and uh, that's a role I'm willing to take on and certainly uh, appreciate the opportunity. But my comfort zone is being upstairs in my recliner or being down here in my recliner, my other recliner, yeah. with my wife and with my dog. That's the most comfortable I am. Does that make any sense to you? Sure. What's your most comfortable setting? Your most comfortable setting? Mm, Probably the same thing. On the recliner. Being with your family, right? Being absolutely at the house. Yeah. Easy. Well, say it. With my family and my kids, who I love greatly. Say it. In my recliner at my house. (laughs) If you're listening. Jason's kids. He can't stop talking about you. Uh, Jeff. Uh, Lying in bed. In those teenage years, I get it. Exactly. 14 and 17. Yeah, I get it. There are days. There are days. I completely get it. But I will say this. Dia, he is madly in love with you. Jeff, what? Mine's lying in bed at around seven o'clock, especially on a night like tonight. Seven o'clock in the evening? Yeah. So I, because I, I don't have to go to sleep real soon, and then obviously got to. You're get already up. in bed? No, I love lay in bed all the time. Absolutely. Well, what, what about interaction with your family? I interact. I've made. Do you know I've made dinner three nights in a row? I think that and might be. And then after erect. dinner, you just go to bed. I'm out. Yeah. And so it, that's it. Aaron is not. I mean, Aaron's in bed all the time. If Aaron's home, she's probably in bed. Kid is uh, kid is wiped for some reason. Huh. You want to have a private conversation on the air right now? No. You want to have a private No, I don't want to have a private conversation on the air. Absolutely not. It's not really two, a private conversation. You two have been, it's weird already. Like, let's get this out today and be done with it's it. It's not really that private. But is it your wish? Well, so you're going to go ahead and do it? Yes. Yeah. Is, it, is it your wish that I would want to take on League 42 when you step down. Not that I will, but that I would want to. I've never even considered that you would want to do that. Because, again, I mean, I think everyone has kind of known it, but the last few days with you out front, uh, sorry, I'm about to say something nice again. (laughs) Uh, It is reinforced that to me that there's no replacement for you. Um, I don't know who possibly it could mean as much to as it does to well, you. There's nobody it's going to mean as much to, okay? And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. That's just the that's just facts because it was my idea and I started it right. with a lot of help. 
But it was my idea, and I provided the impetus to get it going. But you're also the primary fundraiser. You're the spokesman. You're a coach. We have a lot of fundraisers. I understand. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that would be the right fit for you, frankly. Well, I'd have to find somebody else to do some of the other stuff. Well, that's not how it works. Yeah. You can't have two <laughs> chairmen. <laughs> Let's just move away from that. I, just, uh, well, I might take it over, but I'm going to get someone else to do it. Is no, what not just to do said. it, but to do some of the stuff that I don't. I just wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, I probably could, just like you. Well, what would you do? I don't know. I'd be trained, and I'm not saying this like. No, no. I think you got the perfect job for you. I really do. Uh, working at KWCH, being in the media, I think it's great. I, uh, I would, you would not be the kind of person I would land on first. It would have to be somebody who has I know. some experience. But in the this. only reason I'm thinking about that, not to put myself in on a pedestal what or anything like What is he doing, like dudes? That. I don't know. I'm just listening. <laughs> but it's like, who could possibly follow you? It is, the only thing that I could think of in a theoretical sense would be your offspring. Not necessarily, it just happens to be me. Right, it's like that's the only person I could see, like Glenn Fry. Like we can only have Deacon. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't do a whole lot. I don't know. <laughs> he's so there symbolic. He's there symbolically. Not that he's not important, but they were able to go on without him, without missing much of a beat. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about this all later. This isn't interesting to our public. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's not. It's not. Dude, a, is it interesting? It's not a bit interesting. This whole show so far has been interesting to me. I don't know what happened with interesting. Jeff. You two are acting weird. Am I it's, acting weird or is it you're just not, Jeff? You're not, not as bad, but you to say you're using the word lovely in an email and stuff is kind of freaking me out. <laughs> that is strange. Jeff, with this stuff, and th then you guys are talking about deep. This is just, it's just odd. It's kind of interesting, but it's just for me sitting here. I, I, it's a little uncomfortable. I'm in for the you. twilight zone. I am. I know I said it before, and that's where I feel right now. Well, th but it's, and this I is all even, driven by Jeff. I, I haven't even had a drink yet today, so I, hear I don't know what's happening. It's all driven by Jeff. He's he's uh, been doing some thinking. Uh, this event has touched a lot of people in a lot of different ways. We're talking about the theft of the Jackie statue from McAdams Park and League 42. Uh, people are reacting to it. It's a uh, it's a national story. Uh, as I as I hang up here today at four o'clock at four thirty, I'm doing a podcast with somebody. Uh, tomorrow after the Send show, me that I'm doing, link. I want to listen to it. I'm doing a radio interview with uh, KMOX out of St. Louis. Wow, uh, which shows you know that's a big deal for me because I grew up listening to KMOX. That's the flagship station of my beloved St. Louis Cardinal. I figured that. So I'm looking forward to that and uh, just spreading the word. Having an opportunity to tell people about League 42 is the best thing to come out of this. Anyway, what were we talking about? I don't know. Comfort. Stop thinking. You guys were. All right. Tell him to stop thinking. I think, it, I think it's good to say all this stuff. And I've told, you know, my wife, but I haven't had that conversation with her, the one we just had. Because I think she knows that I probably wouldn't be very great at that also. It's not a matter of not being great at it. I just don't think it's the right fit. I don't know that I was the right fit, but I started this baby, and I've had to 
grab the tiger's tail and just take it where where it leads me. So I've learned while I'm doing it. But I'm not going to do it forever. Understood. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be 69 years old in 33 days, folks. Chew on that for a minute, Duda. I don't need to chew on 32. anything. 32. 33. Got we got tw 28 days and then four, 33. <laughs> well, at least you guys are arguing again. That's good. <laughs> 28 and four in we my book. Have, we do have a leap 32. here. It's 33. I'm adding a couple four? hours to it. Yeah, 28 and 4. It's 30 how much? 32. Thank 33, you. 33, I mean. 33. <laughs> uh, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. That's how long till my 69th birthday. Um, I notice all the things that I'm not quite as sharp with. I get it. And let me tell you right now. Like what? Oh, you know. Just, I don't. Eh, actually, I don't. I just said yeah. that to appease... You. I'm as sharp as ever. That's what I thought. You're you're always telling me I'm losing a step. Yeah, this uh this nice act isn't gonna continue forever. Is Duda in tomorrow? Oh, I think we could probably do another three man tomorrow. You'll see a difference. I think uh, uh, I think Tony Deucing could uh would sign off on that. Uh for sure. So it's uh like I said, right now this will make you uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> Right now, it's comforting to me to have both of you here. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. No, it doesn't. You're, you're still. No, it absolutely <laughs> makes sense. I get it. And then, I mean, and you're welcome. You're both my sons. So, I mean, here we go. We sure are. That's right. Happy days. Happy I days. I taught Jason to say that a long, long time yes, ago. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, he was just a. Twinkle in the eye. Just, exactly. a wee, just a wee lad coming in here. Oh, okay. All right. Today's show will be cut to one hour. We'll see you tomorrow. We didn't talk shocker basketball. We will when we come set. back. How's that? So maybe. Then we'll have picks. Maybe we'll talk shocker basketball. Not very interesting. No. Well, what what exactly basketball. are we going to say? Uh, well, they're kind of our big team here in the market. We know that. There's a, really not a whole lot new to say. Uh, which is a shame because for many years, Shocker Basketball drove sports talk in this market. Yes. And uh, we hope it'll get back to that someday. Uh, but right now, I think we're all a little bit off the path. We, uh, we will take a break. When we come back, we'll find something to talk about. <laughs> Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez caught! 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.